Joey Gumpers. Um, oh, it's a grand final, so you'd like to think that um, you know we've we've earned the right to get there. Um, we've had a really good couple of weeks of training, um, but uh, yeah, we just got to make sure that we we go in there and we play our style of football, which we think stacks up in finals footy. Um, and yeah, we're really looking forward to the contest. Norwood are a fantastic team. Uh, their final series has been outstanding. Um, lots of learning. So I think from that first game they played against the Crows and to come out and do what they did on the weekend just shows the character of the football team and the club and um, we've got to make sure that we're at our best to get the job done. Speaking of learnings, do, do you put much stock into what happened a couple of years ago or is it an entirely new season? Uh, I, think, uh, I think Twig knows and I know that uh, we, we had four guys play playing now and they've got three guys from that grand final in 18 so it's totally irrelevant. We've got a whole bunch of new guys. Um, New coaches, um, different different team, different game styles. So um, from our point of view, it's irrelevant. We're just going to um, control what we can control, and that's us. Um, play our brand, and um, hopefully that's good enough. One game for you in three weeks, Serge. Is that a positive or negative? Uh, we think it's a positive. Um, we know we we've done the work, but we're an extremely fit team. I think this year um, we've come we've come by from behind eight times and win games of football. Um, so we back in our fitness and the way we play. We're a running team. Um, so we're going to make sure that we try to prove that on the weekend. It's a real contrast, isn't it? As Zach said, you had one game in three weeks and Norwood started the hard way yep. all the way through. Is one team getting an advantage from that? or? Um, oh, it's a good question. I don't know. Like we, well, we did in 2018 and, and got a good result from it against Nord. Um, I think they went um, uh, the, like we did. Um, so we just, like I said, we just got to control what we can. I felt like we've trained really well over that period. We've done extra things to uh, to keep up that match load, um, but we've done it a different way compared to what we probably did in 2020. Um, so I'm really confident in the group. They understand how we want to play and how we want to go about it, um, and we just got to go out and execute. So what have you done differently from a couple of years ago in your preparation? Yeah, we, we probably backed off the blokes with a bit uh, with a bit of um, like just contact stuff, probably more on the weekends, and we did that. Um, we probably had a really solid session on the Friday night and then gave the guys a weekend off where previous years we probably smashed them on that um, on that Saturday and um, this year is all about fresh is best and try to freshen them up because um, this time of year you're not going to get any fitness out of um, doing anything so um, we've gone down the path of fresh is best but when we get to training tonight um, you know the gloves will be off. Jake Patmore available for selection? We'll have to wait and see. Good. Training good. How many more do you want me to ask? <laughs> <laughs> He's a pro at this stuff. So will you look at changing your second semi-final team at all, or going with the same 22? Maybe. <laughs> will that come down to positional moves or fitness issues? Both. <laughs> I'll leave it open-ended then. <laughs> the experience of your group, sorry, guys like we, yep. Coon, more Young. You're more experienced in the centre square than Nord. Um, he got made an issue of this last week when you, they, you guys beat, uh, beat them in, in the second semi. How big an advantage does that give you and are you looking to those guys to lead the way? No, I don't think it gives us an advantage. Obviously they've got Harry Boyd who's had an outstanding season um, and he's played really well against us both times. So he's very dominant in around the centre bounce and I think around the stoppages and clearances Nord have beat us twice this year. So. Um, we'll put some things in place. Um, I, I went back and watched our game um, when they beat us, uh, I think it was around 14 or 15 this year. Um, 
and really studied that game pretty intently um, with some of the things that they, uh, they've done against us. So we've, we've put a plan in place. We'll, we'll go through that tonight with our guys and um, it's just about those guys executing on game day. So it's just on your selection. Look, you're going to have a, you know, a dilemma, aren't you? Pat Moore's in your best 22 all year. So are you, is that the worst part of the week? 100%, oh, 100% is because you're going to break someone's heart. And I think, you know, Twig's probably got the same issue as well. It's the, it's the horrible part of coaching that we have to deal with. Um, and unfortunately, if, if Jake does, well, fortunately, if Jake does come in, um, someone's going to miss out. Um, but, you know, I've got to pick the best team that I feel that's going to, you know, beat Nord on that day. And if Jake's involved in that, then he will be. If he's not, he'll probably be playing the twos. Is it eased a little bit by the fact that your reserves are there? The player isn't? Nord's case, someone made me say, full stop. Oh, 100%. And, um, you know, we, we've spoken to that, guys, and it's not an easy week. Like, it's an exciting week, but for the coach, coach myself and our staff, it, it's really difficult because, yeah, like you said, we might break one or two blokes' hearts, but I've got to pick the best team that I feel is going to beat Nord on that day. What do you rate as Norwood's strengths? Uh, oh, they're, def they're clearly the best defensive team in the comp. Um, they're... they're they're very good at their tackle pressure. They're very good at pinning arms and taking guys to ground in and around stoppage. So we've got to make sure that uh, we try to get the ball out of stoppage as quick as we can. Um, defensively, they're just they're outstanding. So um, we've got to make sure that we try to win the field, the field battle um, and, and get the ball in our forward hard as quickly as we can and give our guys an opportunity to score. Um, obviously, Twig's an outstanding coach, one guy who I obviously rate really highly. Not just as a coach, but as a person. We're pretty good mates as well. And we talk a fair bit, so, um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be a great contest, um, and yeah, we're just I'm just really looking forward to it. You use the word quick there, so is that an area that you think that you can try and get an advantage on Nord with? Uh, oh, not necessarily. We're just you know that's part of our game style. We we want to be quick in offense and defense, so we want to make sure that when Nord got the ball, we get it off him as quick as possible. Um, and that's uh, that's what football is. It's a transition game. So if we can transition as fast as we can from offense to defense back into offense, then we give ourselves a chance a chance to win. Alex, what's it going to mean to you? Obviously, you missed the 18 Premiership, uh, injured in the prelim final. Um, so what does the chance to win a flag mean to you? Because you, know, you had a chance in, in 20 and missed it and lost the game. But. Yeah, it's a, uh, oh, once again, I, I think I said this in 2020, but just grateful to be back here and get another opportunity. Um, obviously, things probably didn't go to plan in 2020. Um, so I guess when, when those sorts of things happen, you're not really sure if you're ever going to get back here and get another chance. So, um, yeah, it's going to mean a lot, but um, more so for to, to sort of lead the group. Uh, we've come come from a long way. We're, we're a pretty new group. Um, uh, we probably came into the season with, with minimal expectations. So, um, you know, to just keep sort of, um, I guess progressing and hopefully to culminate that with a win this week would, would mean everything to everyone. What were your emotions uh, in 18 when obviously the team wins but you're not a part of it? Yeah, it's bittersweet, there's no doubt about that. Um, um, plenty of ups and downs but um, I think looking back on it and, and feeling sort of down about it all is probably not, not the way to go about it. I still look back and, um, and think about that whole year and how we came from bottom of the ladder uh, previous year and um, and once again no expectations going into that year but um, we were able to sort of uh, unite as a group and come away with the premiership so I think about that year as a, as a collective rather than just that one game obviously didn't play um, in that game but um, but yeah look back on that year with great memories.
bit of irony now though that you get the chance again four years later against the same team. It is a bit ironic, yes. Um, yeah, look, obviously Nord have had a, a fantastic year. Um, once again, two different sides to 2018 as well, but um, but yeah, the, the way they've played, particularly in the second half of the year, they've probably been the form team of, of the of the back end of the year. Um, probably similar to, to us in a way where they had sort of a bit, bit of a turnover. Um, some younger players have come through. Um, have been led really well, obviously, by Nunny and the other leaders. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a great battle. What would it mean for you to uh, obviously win that flag and also being captain? Oh, look, it'd mean, it mean the world, I guess. It, it's uh, something that, you know, going into the start of your career, you, you don't ever um, uh, imagine uh, it being a possibility. So, um, yeah, it's obviously going to mean a lot. But once, uh, as I said before, it's uh, for me, it's about um, bringing the group together for one more uh, one more crack and, and hopefully enjoying that success together. And the new tradition this year, the uh, captain wearing the famous number 10, Barry Robin number at North Adelaide. I guess that would be uh, extra bonus if you could hold up the cup with that number on your back. Yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, something Serge and Darrell approached me about end of last year. Um, and yeah, I was I was absolutely open to it and um, to to start a new tradition at, at the footy club and uh, in respect of you know the greatest player to play football in South Australia almost is uh, um, means a lot um, and yeah it'd be nice. In the game itself, the best attack versus the best uh, best defence. How do you see that unfolding? Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Once again, I think it's all going to be. Uh, one around the midfield, two two great midfields uh, going toe to toe, and um, obviously you know we have one win apiece throughout the year. And Nord, um, as you said, defend really well and, and make it really hard to score. So we're going to have to sort of come up with a way to, to uh, combat that. But um, but yeah, I think contest uh, all over the ground is probably going to be what dictates um, the game. Do you guys tap into the 2020 grand final result at all as, as learnings from that game? Uh, we learned from that game the, the Tuesday or Wednesday after the game. So that was two years ago. So I don't think we talk about that this week. Um, there were certain areas that um, in that game um, that exposed us and um, pretty, it was pretty much 20 minutes of footy really. So um, at that, once again, we're a completely new team from there. We've had lots of guys retire in the last year and um, yeah, I don't think we'll, we'll be looking back into that um, too much this week. So, just sorry to hit you up about playing selection and all that. Two of your kids that have been very good this year, everyone's mad about Harry Elbron and, and Nigel Rocky. Are they set, ready to go? Are you confident that they've done what they need to do to prove themselves? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, your defensive unit as a unit has been great this year. Tell us, what, when you're lining up out there on the day, what's going to be your last message to those defenders? What do you need to do to make sure what's going to give you the win? Uh, it's just sort of playing the way that we've played all year. Um, we, we think our, our back seven's held up really well this year. There's been times at the start of the year where um, We've, we've defended really strongly and um, it's probably a new group as well. We've, we've got some new players that have come into that mix, but um, like everyone that's sort of come into the team this year, they've just played their role really well. Um, 
but yeah, last message will probably just be reiterating what, what Serge has to say and, and stick to what we've done all year and what's got us in this position. And what worries you most about Nord? You know, if you could take one thing away from them, what are they good at that you need to negate? Um, I think their midfield depth is, is definitely a strength of theirs. They have lots of guys that spin through there and will spend some time up forward as well. Um, obviously, Harry Boyd's been the, the best ruckman of the year, so um, we're, we're confident that Harves can, can take it up to him and, and nullify his impact as well. Um, but I think they've got the strengths all over the ground. Their, their young back line has been, if not the best, the best defensive group of the year as well. So, um, yeah, all over the ground, they're strong. Who's going to stand on Bainham Lowe? Coach, coach would decide that one, but yeah, I'm happy to. We've got a few players that that can do that role. Um, that's it. That's some of you don't. That's my job. Yeah. So. Serge, just wanted to ask about uh, your guys that have the ability to go both ends of the ground. Lockie Wilson's one that comes readily to mind. Have you got enough diversity in your group? You feel to. Uh, deal with the issues that Norwood throw up at you? Oh, 100%. I think one thing that we've done really well as a coaching group this year is um, if uh, if something like that does happen, we've got the option to throw Keenan Ramsey back if something's not working for him or Lockie Wilson can go back or forward. Um, you know, we can throw Andrew Moore or Aaron Young up forward, um, one out to, to help with uh, with the mismatch. So um, we feel like we've got lots of uh, variety in our team. Um, we've got lots of guys who can go and play through midfield roles and wing roles. So, um, but we just got to make sure that we, we get the balance right and uh, what we feel is best for our team. Have you touched base with Curry this week, Serge? I'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> Curry's, Curry's got enough on his plate, I would have thought, with Fremantle and what's going on in his, um, in his life. Um, he's done an outstanding job over there. Um, he's a great friend, he's a good mentor. Um, I'm sure he'll flick me a sneaky text um, in the next few days, but... Um, I'm in regular contact with Kari, he's an outstanding person. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's obviously um, had big influence on not just my football life, but my life in general. When I was a young 18 year old kid moving over from WA, um, he took me in and um, him and Dom Cassisi, and uh, you know, I've got a great relationship with both of those guys and um, I'm forever indebted to what Josh has done for me and my family. Beautiful, thank you. Thank you. Thanks boys. Ah, thanks boys. Thank you.